morning again, everyone. Deacon Williams, good morning, you all, Alex family. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning for our um, awakening service. Happy New Year to all of you. Um, I pray that this morning has reached you well and um, happy. And so, again, my continuous gratitude to each of you for joining us. Um, this morning, um, we will be coming from the topic of discussion, the strategies of war, as you see on the screen. And we will be coming from Ephesians, um, the sixth chapter, verses 10 through 20. And so we're going to pray. Father, we thank you this morning for our rising and being able to come together through Facebook Live to learn more about you as we learn about ourselves, God. We thank you, God, for our leader, Pastor Donna Prather. We thank you, God, for continuing to bestow your blessings upon her and her life. We thank you, God, for healing in her body. Lord, we thank you, God, for each and every partner that is a part of Antioch Life Enrichment Center and their families. We thank you, God, for the great vision of the ministry and the mission that we hold dear to our hearts, God, to impact the world around us, our community, our families, and everywhere that our feet goes. We thank you, God, for continuing to open our heart and our eyes to you, our understanding, our clarity, our insight. We thank you, God, for all that we say and do in this time and in this season. In Christ's name, amen. And I say to you again, good morning, Alec family. And so this is the beginning of a new year, um, 2020. Three, it did approach us quickly. And so we always have a theme here at ALEC. And this first quarter theme for ALEC is fortifying your foundation. And that is digging deeper in love, checking your roots or your origin. And I'm just going to read briefly um, our theme. To dig deeper in love and checking your roots means being rooted in Christ that establishes strong roots or strong foundation in Christ. Rooting yourself to Jesus means establishing a strong faith and reliance on Jesus so that you will not fail or be tossed around during trials. Good morning, Pastor Prather. Thank you so much for being able to tune in this morning. Um, and the Thayer's Greek lexicon describes being rooted as to render firm, to fix, establish, and cause a person or a thing to be thoroughly grounded. Ultimately, if you are seeking to be rooted, you must understand that it is a commitment to God and to your faith. And it is not the easy way out. Because we all have to endure trials and tribulations, our root is the anchor that holds us steadfast and unmovable. And so on this morning, when we were given um, um, our theme about fortifying, fortifying your foundation, as we were um, sitting in awakening and through prayer, I started having immediate thoughts about fortifying your foundation. And so um, before he gave, God gave me the text, he gave me um, the topic. And the topic was the strategies of war. 
that topic immediately made me think about um the book is i think it's a book and it's a movie called the art of war and so with um that topic i started breaking down those words the first word i broke down was um the word fortification or fortify and that word means a defensive wall or other reinforcements built to strengthen and i added to good morning um Brian and Sister Kim, thank y'all so much for tuning in. But the word, um, the something that I added to the definition was a defensive wall and other reinforcements built to strengthen the inside of who I am from the outside. Good morning, Kiara and um, Brother Michael Pruitt and and Prophetess Lampkin. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. But so, um fortifying that which is on the inside of us because what are we um fortifying or strengthening we're strengthening what is on the inside of us which is our spirit right and so coming to the knowledge of spirit and um our divinity it has to be strengthened and as we learned um throughout what i wrote down we are strengthening and protecting our purpose our passion our heart our mind our body and our soul our spiritual mind and so we have to build or condition or fortify the foundation of our mental capacity which is our spiritual capacity right our spiritual capacity it has to be solid it has to be stable it has to be sturdy and so what is the foundation of our spirituality? It's love. Love is the foundation of who we are. Then we add faith and to faith, hope. Hope, which is the anchor of our soul. And so with strategy, the strategy of war, strategy means a plan of action or policy designed to achieve a major or overall aim in war the art of planning and directing overall military operations and movements and so what we learned here is that um in this war and we have been taught about this war this war is the the war of the inside um myself versus myself me versus me right and so by us coming into this knowledge of who we are throughout the year, we had different things. The first one I think was um, sparking a fire, that fire that's on the inside of us. And then we went on to, um, with that spark, um, we understand that we are the light of the world. However, being light, we are also darkness that we must embrace to access the wholeness of who we are. And so the dark night of the soul is necessary for the light to shine, for the light to come through. And so as we accept ourselves in every capacity, we understand that our lives are significant. And that was um, the last thing that we um, learned about um, to know that 
we are chosen, we are loved, we have purpose, um, we are divine, and nothing can separate us from God. Not the darkness on the inside of us, not the light, just us understanding that the two has to become one in order to continue walking um, the journey that we have been afforded or chosen to walk in. And so now we are fortifying or building up a spiritual defense to keep our hearts and our minds protected. We're keeping our hearts and our minds sure. We're keeping our hearts and our minds safe. We're keeping our hearts and our minds intentional to the purpose in which we were created to operate out of, which is the mind of Christ. And so with this mind that we have in Christ Jesus, this Christ consciousness, um, we have this, this war or this battle of life as we continue to walk because we understand and know that although we are 100% spirit, we are 100% human as well. And so with our humanity, um, we have um, this life of humanity that has been shaped um, due to our environment and the world around us. And so we understand that because we are significant, there are some things that we have to unlearn, right? And so that helps us to understand that there are strategies of intentionality that we have to apply to our everyday life in order to succeed in fulfilling our purpose. We're going to draw to us um, what's on the inside of us. And so through this walk, we have to continuously know that it starts with our thoughts, right? And so that leads me to our text. Our text, Ephesians, um, the sixth chapter, um, verses 10 through 20. And I want to read, I want to read it in the message Bible because the, the message Bible just said, pow, it, it just said what it was, but I'll go through the verses and, um, and break it down. And so starting at verse 10 in the message Bible, it says, and that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you to be strong. So take everything the master has set out for you well-made weapons of best materials and put them to you so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way and don't get caught up in devil alec we understand but we're gonna um break that down as we have before about the devil and what the devil throws your way this is no weekend war that we'll walk away from or forget about in a couple of hours, right? This is for keeps, a life or death fight. This says this is a life or death fight to finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all, all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over, but the shouting you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, and salvation 
are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You will need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. It cannot be destroyed. God's word is indispensable. It cannot be destroyed. It is not void. It will accomplish everything it was sent. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and pray long. Pray for your brothers and your sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirit up so that no one falls behind or drops out. And so not only is this spiritual warfare with ourselves, as we are continuously strengthened, as we know what the weapons are and apply them to our life, we go back and we strengthen our brethren. Don't forget to pray for me. This is Paul talking about himself. Pray that I'll know what to say and have the courage to say it at the right time. This is the leader saying to the master and to the people of Ephesus, telling the mystery to one and all, the message that I, a jailbird preacher, that I am, I am responsible for getting out. We are all responsible for getting out. But it was his responsibility to encourage and speak to the people, to their hearts, to their minds, to know that this war that we fight, we can't do it on our own. But it is the knowledge that we have on the inside of us that we have access through the word that is being spoken that we apply to our everyday lives. The strategies of war is basically the instructions that we hear, but the application that we apply to our lives so that we can be successful in our walk, in our light to shine because people, we are assigned to people as well as us understanding our own purpose. And so we're better together than we are by ourselves. But because we are one with God and our humanity and our divinity becomes one, we're interconnected with each other. And so we all need these strategies to succeed. Going back to verse one. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Be strong in the Lord. Lord signifies Jehovah and the Christ both represent the spiritual man and lord then is another another name for spiritual man right it represents one of the aspects of its being as lord and and christ is lord over us um lord spiritual man is ruler of himself of his faculties these 12 powers of man that we have on the inside of us and of the world, of the world around us, of the world of our mind in which we create from. The Lord consciousness is one of dominion. When we enter into the Lordship, we rule. And so, so we rule over ourselves. We rule over our thoughts. We rule over our body. We rule over our environment and all the creatures and creation of the earth being. And so as we rule over ourselves in the knowledge and Christ consciousness, then we rule over everything that is around us. That is who we are. And so, and in the strength of his might, and here strength 
is defined as the energy of God. Um, and it gives us freedom from weakness. Um, it stabilizes our character. It gives us power to withstand temp temptation. And we have the capacity, the insight, the wisdom, the knowledge to accomplish everything we were created to accomplish, right? And so, again, it's all on the inside of us. And we create from the inside of us. But our creation are as good and successful as the thoughts we think. And so to understand that we do have this, this spiritual power, this spiritual dominion, dominion, then it is to know that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us and we win the war. That's the thing. God is the alpha. He is the omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. And so the thing is, we have already won. We are already victorious. And so we have to believe that we are. That that really is the basis for us um, going from one state of consciousness to the next state of consciousness, knowing that, okay, what is happening outside of us is an it indication of what's going on on the inside of us but as it is going on on the inside of us and the word is coming forth to lead us to guide us to direct us in all truth then we have to um unpack and peel off things that can cause a stumbling block to ourselves not even to others it may offend others but it starts with us right it starts with us. So our view in which we look through, we can only see past our understanding. It is, it is what we understand that helps us to move forward. And so if our understanding is darkened, then we're, we're in this place of... um. of really basically st standing still standing still but not, not necessarily progressing or, or evolving in our walk our 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 darkened state of consciousness can evolve past ourselves because we don't understand but when the darkness is pierced then that, that gives an entrance way for access and and we have all these things in this earthen vessel, all this power in this earthen vessel. But if the darkness is not pierced, then we're still operating out of that darkened state of consciousness. And that darkened state of consciousness, it is necessary, but it kind of puts off a halt on moving forward. And God is always moving, and we are to be always moving. But if our our the the light of consciousness has not been illuminated or awakened, then we're still just operating out of that consciousness. And that is the devil that we fight. The devil representing that which is not of God, that which opposes God.
And so it's not outside of us. It's totally on the inside of us. Even when we have these opportunities to um, access these old thoughts or these old patterns or these old ways of being and thinking, it's still the choice. It's the choice to know and to understand that there is more to me. There is more on the inside of me, but it has to be a realization that there is more. Not to stay in the state to say, it's going to always be this way. If God is everything and he is ever present, all knowing there's nothing new under the sun, God is eternal so he's ever present he's ever moving he's he's ever moving but he's constant at the same time he's still at the same time he's accessible at the same time and so it is through our understanding in our understanding to 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 have compassion to understand because a lot of times we're our own enemy and for the most part we are our own enemy and so with us being our own enemy we put unnecessary pressures on ourselves we think adverse to what god has spoken because of what's going on outside of us but not necessarily taking the time to deal with what's going on within our mind because of the memory or the experience but the the memory and the experience is not there to um to beat us up or to define us, or to keep us at a, a standstill of progressing and moving forward. We have to accept ourselves as we are because every part of us was made by God. Just like God is sovereign and good is evil on the inside of God, that good and evil, that light and darkness is on the inside of myself, of each of you. And so as we accept all of this stuff, as we embrace it, then we can learn how to understand how we move, how we think, how we are to progress. And so that is the fight that we face on a daily basis. And it doesn't take away our divinity, but that's what grace is for. That spiritual influence that God has on us through his word that is spoken through his people that adhere to the call that was upon their life to speak directly into each of our lives to awaken us, to impart in our hearing, to appears the darkness, but to bring into balance our consciousness so we're not um, overwhelmed with these plethora of thoughts. We have the capacity to put them in order, to put them in their proper place. And these the strategies of war is in this text. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Here, the armor of God is the robe of righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is a state of harmony established in consciousness through the right use of God-given attributes, information, knowledge, understanding, truth. That brings a state of harmony as we understand and perceive correctly the word of God, the word of truth. 
it leads directly to eternal life. Working in the consciousness brings forth the perfect salvation of the whole man, of the spirit, the soul, and body. This right, right relation is expressed throughout your daily lives. And, and through expressing this understanding, this, this consciousness of truth, this enlightenment, this in awakening, then error can't enter into the consciousness of truth. But, but we can correct and adjust those errors as we come into this Christ consciousness and this Christ truth, our divinity, our sonship, who we are. This righteousness is relationship and it's acceptance of who we are, right? God loves us so much. And I say that often because in my humanity, throughout my, my walk, not where I am now, but before I got to this point, always had those questions of what's real because although I could see what was outside of me there was still a knowing although I did not understand there was still a knowing that there was more and what it looks like outside of me there was this sense within me to say there is more because this doesn't align even with reading the text of the Bible and going to church because the text would be misperceived as you can't mess up, right? Or there is no room for error. But if you don't know, then there's error and it has to be corrected. But even sometimes with knowing there's still error because that's where we are in our consciousness right and so we have to continuously um be honest within ourselves to say i need help with this strategy of war in in a place where i was studying it was saying being honest enough to accept help right but let, let's go further than accepting the help let's go to the place where we can actually admit i need help with where I am. I see myself progressing. I see myself moving forward. But I know there is something that needs to be addressed within this battle that I need to fortify, that I need to strengthen my foundation, the roots. But then upon the foundation, the foundation is just, is not just the foundation we're we're establishing the foundation right but we're establishing the foundation to build upon it so it's more than the foundation because it's expansive if it's a eternal if it's universal then there's more to build upon but there has to be a strategy or a blueprint and how we build and so as we deal with our thoughts, um, we can allow the expressive creativity to flow through us, right? That's how we build upon through our creative insight, our creative capacity of what we see, our vision and manifestation. 
And so um, it is a journey. But within this journey, we have to take the time to be stable within ourselves. And we have all experienced highs and lows in God, right? But there comes a point of being um, available and open to growth and maturity. Because we already win. And there is a point in our lives where we recognize that there are repeated patterns and cycles that we live out and express. But at some point, the realization comes. The realization comes to say, I was made with purpose. I am important. There is nothing wrong with me. I have everything that I need. The song I've been having, I've had that song, Shana Wilson, on repeat for a, a, a month or so. Um, it's in the room. And I just, it's a very old song, but it started playing in my memory bank because it was a song that I listened to um, a while back, but it just started playing back. And we we think about the rooms that we walk in, in natural state to, to command the room and to walk in power and dominion. But this room that I hear through the song is this room within me we are multifaceted beings, right? And so we have um, this mansion within us with these different rooms, these different compartments that are within me. And so the answer is in the room. The strategies are in the room. And so as we understand that, that's when we access the peace of God. That's when we enter God's rest because our understanding has been illuminated so we can withstand the adversity that is within me that is not in alignment with what God has spoken to sustain me. And we have the, the, the permission. We don't need, need any permission outside of us. God gave us permission to be when he chose us. God gave us permission to live when he chose us, when he wake us up every day. God gave us permission to be. We don't need that permission. Now we are interconnected with each other. And because we have the capacity to be and to live and to operate out of the mind of Christ because we're created in his image, then as we walk work together and we strengthen each other we do speak and affirm one another but it's not that we're depending on that affirmation outside of us we're depending on the spirit of god that is within us that is the source of our supply of all supply of our living of our being of our truth and so, so it is up to us with our thinking to be expressed. And I may not get to everything. Um, as I was studying, I understand that this is going to be a series. And so um, what all I don't get to on today, um, I will get to it as I come up um, to teach. But with this um, teaching 
error cannot enter into the consciousness that is strongly fortified with the light, life, power, and substance of spirit. Spirit rules. Spirit is Lord. Spirit is power. Spirit is dominion. And it's through our perception that we access that light, we access that life, we access that power, and we access that substance. That substance that sustains us, that keeps us, that covers us, that um, allows us to know that there has been a covenant made for me to be protected. And, and as I build a defense, a wall up to protect my heart, to protect my mind, to protect, protect my entire being, as I build up that defense, it it um it solidifies me being strongly rooted as some um, one say being like that tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in its season and the leaf also shall not wither meaning it's always alive it's always constant it's always stable it's always there. And so it behooves us to strengthen ourselves with the mind of Christ through the strategies that he has given us to live the life afforded to us. We all have experiences and encounters that can sometimes um, shake us to our core, right? But these strategies, such as um, knowing who God is and how he operates in us, through us, and as us, through the access of information, through the enlightenment of our hearing, through the word of God, but through studying, it helps to strengthen us at our core, to not stay in that place where it seems like we can't move past. It may take some time to work through our experience that we are having, and it may even hurt us. But God, God is not trying to hurt us. That's just our humanity and our attachment to whatever it is that hurt us. But these strategies of war are there to strengthen us. So, to stand in this verse is to hold fearlessly to truth that spirit is doing and having its perfect work, that there is no cause for alarm. There is no cause for alarm. We do pay attention because we have insight and we have intuition, so we understand. But there's no cause for alarm is what it says, even in this battle of life is what it says. But, you know, well, I'll just speak for myself. I used to deal with anxiety and just fall apart. and like, oh, it's all bad or I'm going to die or whatever extreme that we go to trying to deal with whatever is happening because it don't look like what we intended or expected. And we have our own thought about it. But then it's like, okay. 
now, now it, it is time to grow up, but then to continuously handle life with maturity. And we do have feelings and we do have emotions, but as we grow and we mature, we learn how to not allow our feelings and emotions to lead us. Our spirit leads us. And we can't disregard it because, again, we have light and darkness on the inside of us. We, we, we don't discard it as if it's not happening. We do acknowledge it, but it's not meant for us to, to stay in that state of operation. Because a lot of times that state of operation will cause us to settle or will cause us to go in places that we didn't think that we would be. But because we're operating out of our humanity, then we're just trying to quick fix it. And if you recall in the beginning of the text, I mean, in the beginning of the live and what it says, there are no shortcuts there is no easy way out so there are no quick fixes with these strategies in war it is intentional with applying these strategies to our lives it's intentional and it takes focus and it takes discipline in this in this word that comes forth but the but as we say, it is a saying at Alec and what Pastor Prather always say, we have cheat sheets. We have several cheat sheets. And you know what I'm saying? It's like now that we came into the Christ consciousness, sometimes we discard the cheat sheets. But I remember growing up in school when we didn't feel like doing the work, somebody, you know what I'm saying? If it was one person and then everybody asked, one person made a cheat sheet to the test, right? And a lot of times you could get in trouble for using the cheat sheet. Did you cheat? And then everybody got the same grade or whatever like that. But it's like, no, we have permission to use this these cheat sheets that are given through us, this, this knowledge that we're given. So it's okay to use the cheat sheet now. Like it's a, and maybe it was just me, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes I cheated in school and I was smart. Just sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You be lazy and you don't want to put in the work. But it's like, okay, so that doesn't benefit anybody because every single time I used the cheat sheet, I got caught and I had to redo the test. And I made better not cheating than actually using the cheat sheet. Because it was just a shortcut, right? It was just a shortcut. But what I'm learning is when, when we try to take the easy way out or, or cut time, it doesn't benefit us because time is only made for us and we can make it as short or as quick as we need to according to our understanding, according to our thought process according to our tenacity to be divine beings in this earth with this information, this truth that is given to us. God love us so much. And it was strategic with choosing us before the foundation of the world. But to perceive itself correctly, 
correctly not to manipulate not to control not to be in charge of anyone other than who we were predestined and created to be to manage it properly to give you the same access that I have that God have because we are one with God right and so everything that is of God is of me coming into that knowledge and of that consciousness and not just taking it at surface level to say me and God are one all that God is I am and not put in the word you still got to put it in the word and yeah you use the, the cheat sheet but the cheat sheet is work it show you how to work it show you how to choose it show you how to be happy it shows you how to be sure it shows you how to be confident and that it's okay for me to be me because we're all unique individual expressions of God it's it, I was made to be me God is ultimate. He is the ultimate everything. It is the ultimate everything. It is spirit. And so sometimes we discount what God has chosen and made in his likeness and in his image because of what outside societal norms would tell us to look at or to like or to discount or to discard. No. And as God is gracious with us, we are to be gracious outside of ourselves because that same grace that is given to us, we give it. But a lot of times we take it and don't give it. But these are the strategies of war that we use to know that we are, we're one with each other. And as God strengthens me, I am to strengthen the world around me. I am to impact what is around me. That's the perception of looking outside of oneself. To be the change. To be the mouthpiece. To be the answer. And so as we fortify our roots, as we build up a defense for our spiritual consciousness, then we take joy in that and we take pride in knowing that God loves us. If we, we don't know anything else, we should be sure of that part. God loves us. God loves us when sometimes we don't love ourselves because of our unaligned thinking and our perception of what's outside of us and not allowing the light of Christ to illuminate the darkness within but to bring it all into oneness all the parts of who we are our mistakes our past our lust our pride our enviousness our revenge because that's what it said when we put on these the whole armor of god the righteousness that protects our mind 
our body, our soul, this helmet of salvation, our feet shod with the preparation of truth, meaning these, these sandals that the Romans wore during war. So because it was a lot of dirt and it was, it was dirt, it was hard clay, it was mud. So these sandals, they were strong enough for when you stood to be fixed. So you could fight because um, with these feet shot with the preparation of peace, it gave you the capacity to withstand the wiles of the devil, to withstand the wiles and these fiery darts. These fiery darts were intentionally um, fixed with inflammable um, material to cause harm, to cause fire, right? But we have this fire within us and so nothing can harm us nothing can hurt us but um we have the capacity of knowing that that was outside of us and we have this breastplate of righteousness and this belt gird with truth um around our waist that protects us right so nothing can hurt us nothing can harm us all things as they should are as they should be there is no cause for alarm we win we win it just seems more easier to hear it than to actually put in the work and work it is because it does hurt in our human state of consciousness it, it really does to bring that hurt under subjection to to divinity to bring that pain under subjection to the christ consciousness that's something that you can't pay for that is solely access to the mind of god sole access to the mind of god which we have through our acknowledgement through our realization through our acceptance and through our discipline to put in the work continuously because it's daily it is not what did the, um the text say in the message bible this is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours this is for, for keeps a life or death fight to finish against that which is opposed the mind of God, that which tries to keep you in operation that I'm just a mere human and I don't have the capacity and power that I have to win because I've already won. I just got to know it, right? I just got to operate out that mindset. That is um, the capacity of knowing and operating in. That is the confidence that we have. That's what we're confident in, the mind of Christ working in us, through us, and as us. God love us so much. I'll never stop saying that. And I'm going to make it personal, as Deacon Williams always say. We got to make this thing personal. God loves us. And it is through me that he shows his light. It is through me that... He allowed his expression to be seen. It is through me. Whatever the through me is for you, it is through you. 
and we can do a lot of things but if we don't do do it in love or have love then it's null and void and love is the foundation of fortifying our roots to understand that nothing can separate me from my father in heaven and where's heaven is within me he's within me because he created me because we won right and we can say jesus is my homeboy but i am one with my father in heaven i am one with the sovereignty of god i am one with the ever-present everlasting love i am chosen and so um i'll continue to finish up i know it's, it's getting to 11 o'clock it's 10 55 now and i so appreciate your time with tuning in with um taking time to listen to to be encouraged to be um awakened again not that you aren't but more to go deeper to keep going because life is a journey but in this text it says life is a battle but we win it right we we win it. And so I thank you and I appreciate your time.